87% of realtors get into the business and get out of the business in two years. That doesn't exist in our world. We have massive visions around growing our businesses, and we are always looking to add talent to our world. We do everything in our power to ensure the people we surround ourselves with defy the odds, get into production, and build massive lives for themselves. If you are a realtor looking to get into the business, we have a blueprint for success. With locations all across Canada, reach out to us. Let's talk about partnership and opportunities. We are looking forward to it. Welcome back, listeners. Um, you're joining us today for a special edition of Sales Beast. What we're going to be talking about over the next three to four episodes is really the millionaire real estate agent models and what they entail, how you can follow them. Uh, one thing we found is, you know, being in real estate, you really have to follow a track record of success. And these are what those models have been. They've been created essentially for you to have a path to net a million dollars in your business. Um, so we're going to cover today the economic model. Mike, why don't you just give us a little bit of a glimpse into what your takeaways have been from looking at this model together? Yeah, there was, uh, we had a pretty interesting podcast the other day with Dylan Suter, and he said something that really resonated with me. We're living in 2021. Um, there's no goal I'm going to have that someone else hasn't already accomplished. And when you look at this awesome company, Keller Williams, um, really boil it down. It's the largest real estate team in the world. Um, so as a result, I, I view the models that they provide us very seriously. And yeah, they say that I should run my business in a certain way. That's the way I'm going to do it. Um, so many people on this podcast and within our, our world have built successful businesses based on these models. So and I know talking about the economic model, um, one thing we speak of regularly is 30, 30, 40 model. So 30% cost of sale, 30% um, expense, operating expenses, yeah, 40% profit. So I know when I got in the business, I didn't know what cost of sale was. Can, can you shed some light on that? Yeah. So cost of sales, and instead of like thinking about it in the fact that it's what the cost of you actually doing the transaction, it's really what you actually end up paying out to a, either a co-op, to a teammate, to a referral based off of you doing that transaction. So for example, Mike and I, you, you just took on my client. You helped me uh, list your property in Hamilton. My cost of sales is the referral side of the business that was passed over to you. Likewise, if I had a team, that would be my cost of sales. I'm giving up a portion of my commission to have the sale happen. Yeah. So in Keller Williams, the model is to provide, provide your listing agents or to pay your listing agents 30% of the growth commission. So in that particular scenario, the cost of sale is 30%. In a buy side transaction, the model pays out 50%. In that scenario, the cost of sale would be 50%. Mm -hmm. um, now, Anna, can you talk to me about the next 30%? The next 30% is operating expenses. So really that's, you know, your advertising costs for that listing, the photography, the staging, all of the actual expenses that made the transaction happen. On the buy side, that might look like your, you know, your gas, um, closing gifts, that sort of stuff. Um, and what we're going to do is we're actually going to place a breakdown of um, 
you know, the categories of operating expenses, the cost of sales and what that looks like, but it really breaks down for expenses into compensation, lead generation, occupancy. So if you've got an office space, education and coaching, supplies, communication and tech, auto equipment and insurance. Um, so again, those are a lot of things. Not every single thing is going to ne necessarily relate back to the transaction, but it's back to the business. So at the end of the year, when you look at all of your expenses, they should be about 30% of your business. Um, obviously, if you're netting 40%, you have a really healthy business model that you're reinvesting back into with your expenses, but you're continuously growing. Now, like one thing that I find way too often is people in this business are making crazy livings, doing really, really well, but they don't have a business plan. And like, do, do you foresee that that's something that can be sustainable long-term? No, not at all. And I, I think when you look at a crazy living, as you put it, it's important to look at that last number, the 40%, because you can make a million dollars gross commission and that feels good. It's great for our egos, but at the end of the day, all that matters is what you put in your pocket at the end of that when the year's over and done with. Um, I think we talk too much about how much did you make last year? And the number we refer to is the gross number not the net number. No one talks about the net number. Um, it's also very important, in my opinion, that you always lead with revenue. You see so many people starting out in the business that feel as though they need to pump a lot of money into their business in order to grow revenue, but there are more affordable ways to grow your revenue. Um, and once you're up and running and you're achieving sales results, at that point in time, you can choose where to invest your dollar. That's such a good point. I think, you know, like you said it, you don't need to invest money from day one. Like really, it's all about the database. And actually one of the next episodes, we're going to be talking about how to lead generate from your database to get maximum return. But let's focus on the economic side of it. It's not only about knowing that gross and that net number, but then it's about breaking it down into understanding your conversion rates, also breaking it down and understanding once you know your conversion rates, how many appointments you need to actually go on to hit those goals. And if you understand those activities, you understand what your net number is going to be there. You have a way more likely chance of achieving it. Wouldn't you agree? hundred percent. It's a blueprint. Um, once you have a blueprint, all you need to do is execute on it. hundred percent. So for, for those watching us on YouTube, I'm actually going to pull my screen up in a second and show you guys what the economic model looks like and do an example of somebody doing a $500 gross business, seeing what they would net and how many appointments they would need to get there. Now, if you're watching or sorry, if you're listening to us on all of our streaming services, you can actually find the, um, the actual Excel sheet on our website, salesbeast.ca, and you can you know, follow along with the exercise for yourself and play it out for your business and see what numbers you come up with. All right, so I've already started kind of filling this in. So everything that's in yellow is all editable. So we're looking at a business of about 500,000 in gross. If we're really following the model closely, as you can see, 30% cost of sales, 30% operating expenses, you're netting 40%, which would be about 200 grand in your pocket. Again, super conservative numbers. It's a model. So you want to follow it to a certain extent, but coming in as a, you know, a green agent, uh, maybe just low production in the business, your expenses might not be as high and you might actually net more in your pocket, but this is a super sustainable business. Now, Mike, why don't we pretend you're this $500 
$500,000 gross agent and let's work through this example together. Sounds good. All right. So Mike, you say you want to net, you know, $200,000 this year, you're going to have to gross about 500,000. Now, what is your average commission right now? My average commission is about 16,000. About 16,000. Well, you know your numbers. That's awesome. So that means that you're going to sell about 31 properties for you to net 200,000. Does that sound right? Yeah. Okay. Now, in terms of your business, how is it typically split? Is it, you know, 60% buyers, 60% sellers? What what is like the division between buyers and sellers for you? I right now am about 70% listings, 30% buy. 70% listings, 30% buy. So now, as you can see, the numbers are adjusting themselves. Um, So if we're looking on the seller side, Mike, for every listing that you take, how many are you actually selling? I would say I'm probably at about 95%. 95%. Typical, you know, we've got a shortage of inventory right now. Most listings are selling fairly quickly and easily. Now, for every appointment that you go on, do you know your conversion rate? So let's say you go on 10 appointments. How many listings are you getting from those 10 appointments? I would say seven. Seven percent? Seventy. Oh, 70 percent. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Percent of problems. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that's right. So 70 percent can. Insulted, Anna. I'm insulted. (laughs) I just wanted to double check. So 70 percent conversion on your listing appointments. Awesome. Okay, now let's go to the buyer side now. So buyers, 30% of your business right now, from Mm -hmm. every BRA that you sign, what is your conversion to actually help them buy a property within six months? I would say, call it 70%. 70%. Okay. And then for every buyer that you meet with, what is your conversion ratio to get that BRA signed? I would say 80%. Okay. 80%. So if you don't know your conversion numbers, start low and be super conservative with it. That's why I had some examples up here, you know, 20% conversion to, to, you know, clients for every 10 appointments that you go on is kind of standard. Um, but obviously you can utilize scripts and different things to help you increase that conversion. Now with the example that Mike gave me, he would need to book 50 appointments or attend 50 appointments for him to actually hit his goal of 500 GCI, 200 net. Now, if we break it down even further, that means that he needs about four appointments a month or one appointment a week. And then it converts into three listing appointments a month and one buyer appointment a month. So this gives you a roadmap and clarity to now go hit those goals in terms of the financial aspect of things. And now you can actually break it down into your schedule. So I know we've talked previously in past episodes around like two hours of lead gen, your follow-up, and then your appointments. So really, if you're if you don't have the the three listing appointments that you need or the one buyer appointment that you need per month, well, that's you should be spending most of your time doing that lead generation to get those numbers. Yeah, that that's awesome. Like there's the roadmap right there. Um, I think so many realtors, and I was one of them, they come into this with no plan. um, Without a plan. there's just no way you can predictably get to that 500,000 gross and 200,000 net. You're, you're just blind. I, sorry, you can, Anna. You're, yeah, yeah. You can, I was just going to say, you can try as hard as you want, but if, if you're just going to be kind of, I guess, 
running your wheels, right? Like you're spinning your wheels, not really knowing where you're getting to until you have that financial number in mind, as well as the transactional number, because they're really correlated. So I speak to so many realtors in a month and most of the time, I would say probably 80% of the time, they don't have either a volume, a transactional or a gross commission goal or a net commission goal. So I guess my question that it comes down to is what are you doing? Like, how are you running your business efficiently if you don't have those goals in mind? Yeah, I think uh, like we obviously go through this process of business planning every single year. The thing that's always amazing to me is how, how few appointments you truly need on a weekly or monthly basis to hit these massive revenue numbers and net income numbers. One appointment a week and you make $200,000. Pretty simple. Yeah, and even to further that point, like people you know, come into this industry thinking they can be 24-7. You don't need to be a 24-7 realtor like yourself, like other agents in our lives. We know that you can run a very successful real estate business doing under 40 hours a week. Now, if I look at my life and say, okay, do I want to be working 80 hours a week or 40 hours a week? Obviously, you're going to pick the latter and it's just about how you actually use your time and then act on it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Awesome. Anything you want to add to that? No, I was just going to say, I hope that provided you guys some value today. Just a quick exercise that you can go through yourself. We're going to po- post the uh, the actual Excel sheet that you can download right on our website. Again, salesbeast.ca. We also have our listing presentation and some scripts that you can download. So make sure that you get on our newsletter list. And uh, we'll chat again with you soon. 